Hello, my friends. I'm so glad you could join in today. Uh, you know, one of the reasons I do these podcasts is because I really have a passion for seeing people freed from slavery, actually. It's really interesting. All kinds of slavery, and it can take uh, different forms, different shapes. Um, it's really difficult to free people who don't want to be freed or don't even know that they're a slave. <laughs> so, and this is a kind of, um, it's a, already a finished work. Like we already have the keys, we already have the way out. And it's just a matter of having the knowledge to apply all these things. Um, you know, the scripture says that um, if you know the truth, it is the truth that will set you free. And it also says in a different part that it is for a lack of knowledge that my people are destroyed. Um, those were the words of, of God. He said that is a lack of knowledge. Um, and again, you know, to reiterate, uh, it is knowing the truth that will set you free. So this truth, uh, Jesus said these words, he said that I am the truth. I am the truth and the, and the life and the light and the resurrection. Uh, so it is, the tr truth is actually, it's not a principle, it's not a, a, a law. Truth is not um, any of those things. Truth is actually a person. But, okay, let's, let's dive into something else. So, so, so there was a prophecy that uh, Jesus came to fulfill, and this is uh, Isaiah 61. This is kind of like his manifesto in a way, and I'll, I'll read you a part of this because this is kind of what I want to focus on today. Today I want to focus on basically the good news. I want to focus on, um, I want to focus on that, what is called the gospel, what is called the good news. And believe it or not, it's really difficult to find today because it's been, it's been uh, kind of hidden from people. So I tend to look at this podcast as kind of like the uh, a part a small part of the uh, like a modern day underground railroad where there's a uh, you know lots of people like myself who are trying to spread this knowledge that frees people and don't take my word for it like please please don't take my word for it you know look all this up for yourself we have resources available to us today so you don't you don't ever have to you know be at the mercy of another human being, myself included. I am just a guide. I am just somebody who can get you on the way, somebody who can point you to, into a direction. I can take you to the door, I can show you the door, but you have to be the one that goes through it. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the whole Matrix uh, Morpheus thing, uh, which is kind of cool, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to be able to do that, so it makes me really happy. So anyway, uh, <laughs> that's, why, that's why I do this. Um, because I think slavery is messed up and obviously for many different reasons. Don't want to be, I don't want to be a slave. I don't want to see anybody else being a slave. So this is the knowledge that sets you free. Isaiah 61, here's the part of it. Here's part of the prophecy. Um, and Jesus spoke these words too later in the New Testament. It goes, um, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Um, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. Okay, so I'm gonna focus on that today. It is all about freedom from slavery. Now, 
Okay, let's start with what is this slavery? The root of it is really condemnation. Condemnation is the root of the tree and condemnation can manifest this root, this seed, this seed that can grow into a tree starts as a seed, as, as condemnation, and it can grow into fear, it can grow into, into anger, it can grow into disease, lack, limitation, discord, moral things, anger, bitterness, hatred, resentment, suffering, um, poverty, um, any sort of discord, any sort of limitation, any sort of bondage of any kind um, not liberty, not freedom, not peace, not, it's not any of these things, it's the opposite. So this is um, really what slavery is. You can be a slave to an external, you can be a slave to somebody, you can also be a slave to yourself. You can be a slave to principles, you can be a slave to many, many, many different things. And we can spend eons, you know, trying to identify each one and trying to break free from each one. And this is not efficient. We can just go directly to the root and we can, we can pluck out the root, you know, pluck everything, the whole tree, we can pluck it out by the root and cast it out. And this is what we're gonna do um, because this is what Christ has done already for us. And it's just a simple matter of becoming aware that this has been done for us, knowing the path, knowing the compass heading, having the map, and uh, just uh, receiving it, and then it's, that's it. So let's get to it. Okay, so I'm gonna start this with a little bit of scripture. I'm, I've got a couple things here because some of this is like a legal battle that might take place in the mind. So I'm gonna be kind of like taking place of the lawyer real quick, your attorney. <laughs> so here we go. Okay, here's the, here's the first, uh, first bit of uh, a scripture for you. So this is from Hebrews, uh, 912 and I'm using the new King James um, King James King James version I'd recommend uh, actually look at them all they're all like different maps a topo topographical map population map a map of the roads a map of the terrain they're, they've all kind of they all kind of point out different things on the same part you know like they're, they're different projections like a Mercator projection or this kind of projection that kind of projection um, they all show the same truth from different angles. So compare them all. That's a useful bit of knowledge for you if you're studying. Anyway, okay, Hebrews 19, here's what it says. Not with, the not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. Okay, we're gonna talk about what that means, so. What, what did Christ come to do? What did he come to accomplish? Um, the key word here is redemption, okay? We talked about condemnation and how it manifests into slavery and all this stuff. So <clears throat> what we're getting out of, we're coming out of condemnation. And by coming out of condemnation, we're coming out of lack, limitation, poverty, disease, discord, any sort of problem, um, whether it's moral, financial, any of that kind of stuff, uh, we're coming into a abundance of life. This is our goal. This is what freedom will produce. And you will be able to share this with others because it's all about love, man. It's all about <laughs> being loved and 
being able to share this love that we really are now through Christ. Anyway, let's get into this word called redemption, okay? Uh, as you know, the uh, New Testament was written in Greek, so let's look at the Greek word for redemption. And uh, in this particular context here, it's uh, lutrosis, um, which comes from apolutrosis, which comes from apolutro, and uh, basically it's uh, a release on payment of ransom or um, redemption, literally buying back from, repurchasing, winning back what was previously forfeited, okay? Again, so it's like you're buying back what was being forfeited. Um, you know, it's like you lost something and then you have to pay and you get it back. Almost like like your car got repoed, you have to redeem your car <laughs> with a payment. Okay, you have to go and it's usually really expensive. Like these tow truck drivers, they're really expensive, okay? So, let's dive in f into this. What were we redeemed from? What is this redemption and how does this condemnation, where does all this come from? Why does all this sickness happen? Why is all this happening? Um, if we look closely at this, the word is repurchasing what was previously forfeited. Let's look at this word forfeited and compare it to the word, the definition that is found in the Greek word hamartia, which is, uh, you know, it talks about missing the mark and because you miss the mark, you forfeit the reward. So it's like we set out for a goal, we missed the bullseye, because of that we forfeited the reward, but now Jesus paid our penalty so that we get the reward anyway. So it's kind of like, to use it in practical terms, like this is really, okay, so in simple language, okay, here we go, simple language. It's kind of like you parked somewhere, you thought you paid for parking, or maybe you did, but then you overstayed your welcome and uh, the, the meter went out and your car got towed. And then like, it has to pay like a thousand dollars and all you had in your bank account was like $2 because you're broke. <laughs> and then you had like a rich friend who showed up and says, ah, oh, that's okay, man. Like, that's my fault. Like you're, you were, uh, no, no worries. I got you. Here's a, uh, I will pay it back for you. I will ransom your car for you. So let that sink in for just a second. I don't want to go too fast. So this is what um, Jesus kind of did for us. Let's look at this. So this condemnation comes from, you know, we all kind of fall short of, you know, the law or all this stuff. Like we, we're not perfect. <laughs> by any means we're human beings and uh, if you look at history what had happened this was in Genesis uh, is that we we are condemned for what Adam and Eve did they they screwed up they made they were tempted they were tricked that's the key word it wasn't their own like they didn't do it on purpose they did but they didn't they were tricked they were tricked by Satan to you know eat duality to accept duality, to accept this good, evil, duality kind of thing in the, in the fruit. Because of that, there's all these problems now, you know, because we have been separated from God, because <clears throat> God is just, God has justice, 
And God is also love. Like we have such a loving God who loves us so much. That's why he sent Jesus to pay for us. That's why he came, like to put it actually more accurately, God came in the form of Jesus, like God in the flesh to pay our ransom for us. Um, so, so up there in Eden, a terrible was, mistake was made. The law of God demands that because of this mistake, man has to pay the penalty. And uh, this was basically Satan trying to trick God, but I mean, you can't trick God, like it's not gonna work. So he, uh, he tried to trick God by saying, well, I can get at God by getting at his beloved creature. Like if I can cause his beloved creature to break one of his laws, then that's just gonna break his heart and that's gonna destroy him. But it didn't work. So what happened is, um, you know, he thought he could trick God by making Adam and Eve sin and God would have to either kill them and, you know, forfeit his love or he could forfeit his justice and forgive them. Um, and then either, 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 either one of these ways, like his throne would crumble because God has to be just and he has to be loving. Both of these things have to exist. So here's how we solve the problem. He, uh, instead of making us pay the price, instead of making us pay the suffering, the, the, the penalty for not just Adam and Eve's mistake, but our own mistakes that we make every single day because it's ingrained in our, in our human nature. Um, so he killed all that off by simply coming to earth in the form of a man um, because it had to be man that had to suffer and pay and be separated from God and suffer all this condemnation and all this imputation, you know, pay the sentence for this crime. So he paid it all on our behalf. You know, God came down in the flesh, paid the price, and that's basically it. You know, he paid the, so basically and practically what this looks like is uh, God completely loves you. There's nothing between you and God and it's not like, you know, you made a mistake and now God is holding it over your head and he hates you and he hates who you are and you better get right or, or else he's going to hate. No, no, no. It's not like that at all. Not like that at all. Like, that's the law. That's, that's, not, that's not Jesus. That's not truth and grace. Okay? In previous posts I've talked about this, but um, before I can dive into more advanced subjects, you have to have the, the foundation the basics under your belt, and we can build on top of these um, 101 basic principles. But just these basic principles in themselves are eternally, infinitely deep on their own. So it's kind of, don't take my word for it. You know, sometimes I rant a little bit, but it's all hopefully for your benefit, um, just to kind of get you looking into all these things for yourselves, to have your own connection with the spirit, and for you, for your own self, to make up your own mind, okay? So it's really up to you whether you want to accept my words or reject them. Moving on. Okay, so this basically what I described is kind of like what is called the gospel or what is called the good news. And it's pretty rare actually to have access to it to these days because most every church and most every whatever religious organization, they teach a combination of 
law and grace. You know, it's like, if you want to trick somebody, if you want to lie to somebody, then you have to kind of have a little bit of truth in there. Otherwise, there's, you know, it's like a Trojan horse. You have to sneak a lie into somebody's consciousness. So that's what is kind of going on in the majority of religious teachings out there. And this is what Jesus came to free us from. And I will actually use scripture to defend this because it's almost a legalistic battle because it's taking place in that realm. So this is all for your benefit to know because um, I've, I've been through a lot to get you this information. Anyway, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, there's a verse in there that says that uh, basically the gospel can be summed up, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. Uh, we know the importance of why he died, because somebody had to pay the penalty. And uh, once the penalty has been paid, then we have been granted righteousness status, okay? We are righteous through Christ's work. We have been redeemed, we are righteous. Because we have this righteousness, this is like a American Express black card uh, with no limit on it, or actually, that's even a credit card. It's like having a debit, debit account, having a, a checking account somewhere with uh, literally infinity currency inside. So God's righteousness has been gifted to us as a gift, but through grace, through Jesus, through his finished work. Because we have this righteousness, we can use that and apply it to situations, and that's where our authority and power comes from, is from Christ's finished work through this, this righteousness, this gift of righteousness that he gave to us. He gave to us his own righteousness. He, he traded our mistakes and shortcomings and trespasses for his own righteousness that he had, that he had his own perfection, okay? This is your freedom. This is how you know that you have a vault in heaven filled with all kinds of treasure and uh, it can, you know, it starts with, you know, understanding rest and peace and God's grace. And God's grace, that's like the spiritual energy that can manifest into whatever you need, whether it's a personal transformation into a knowledge of who you really are, or healing or abundance of whatever it is. I have come to give you life and life more abundantly, Jesus said. Um, okay, so, so we know why he died for our sins, to give us this righteousness, to give us this um, key that opens every door. So whenever you read the Old Testament, look for all the blessings that come, you know, to the righteous people, because that belongs to you now. You know, you are heir to, um, you know, to, to everything, to every every promise, every every promise that is to a righteous, uh, to righteousness, it belongs to us through Jesus. Okay, really important to know we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. Really important to know all this stuff. Study it up for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Look it up for yourself. I'm just giving you the knowledge that uh, other people refuse to give you because um, <laughs> if you're a slave, then somebody's your slave master and they don't want you to know this stuff. But you know, you come in contact with somebody who's telling you, hey, I've, I'm running an underground railroad. This is your chance to get out of here. 
Okay, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna chop this off here. Um, this ended up being a two-part podcast, so this is part one. And uh, go ahead and jump to part two for the conclusion. Thank you. Peace.